We're all preparing for the final exam. Where in that final exam, there's only going to be four questions. In that final exam, four simple questions. And the answers to those questions are either yes or no. Pretty standard, pretty simple. Sounds like there should be nothing to worry about. And not only that, we're actually told the questions in advance so we can prepare. What are those questions? Did you conduct your business with honesty? Did you, did you set aside time to learn Torah? Did you occupy yourself with having and raising children? And did you eagerly anticipate the final redemption? Those are the four questions. It's either a yes or a no. It's pretty simple. Sounds like as long as you answer yes to all of them, you just tick it straight to Gan Eden. Shouldn't be so difficult to be able to do that if we know the questions in advance. Now, if we look at the first three questions, we can see quite clear that there's a lot of preparation for that final exam. We can see what's going on in the world. It's amazing. Things that are going on in the world right now. There's so many business ethics, shiurim around the world that I see that are being given by Dayonim, Rabonim, around the world, helping people in their businesses, giving them ideas, halachas. People are interested to learn. It's amazing. Setting aside time to learn Torah. Ah, I mean, you're living in a generation where there is no excuse not to learn Torah wherever you are at any time. There's literally any type of WhatsApp groups and internet sites and Torah anytime and Spotify and any type of learning program that you want, whether it's a Daf Yomi, whether it's an Obed Yomi, whether it's a Mishnah Yomi, there's everything. It's available at your fingertips. I mean, come on. We're living in a generation where Torah was never as accessible as it is now. Occupying yourself with having and raising children. I mean, we're living in a generation, you see, you see advertisements for Shidduchim being made. You see all latest uh, medical breakthroughs for people that couldn't have children, that waited years, that are having children, they're managing to do things. It's amazing. So we're seeing that many of the, the first three of those final exam questions are kind of being worked on in a big way. And we also notice something very common when we go through the first three questions. And that is, they have to do with your daily life. It doesn't say, did you sit in the sukkah, or did you eat matzah? That's like once a year. It's a once a year thing. It talks about things that are applying every single day of your life. These are daily parts of your life. Learning Torah, children. These are things that are not So then it would come out that question number four would also be, or should also be, something that applies to us on a daily basis. And that's something that's very, very important. It should be that when we say Moida'ani in the morning, we say with such a geschmack, with such an anticipation that today's the day. He's coming today. Mashiach is going to be here. That's what it should be. It comes to 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock by Milcha, you're like, ah, didn't happen yet. That's what it should be. That's what Chazal are telling us. Come on, Shabbos, Lamanalif, that's what's going on. I'll give a beautiful marshal to try to explain what it's like to have a world without Moshiach. And he writes, imagine if you're at a wedding, the band is playing, flowers are beautiful, the photographer is snapping away, smorgasbord is gewaldic, everything's beautiful. 
There's just one problem. There's no color. There's no bride. A wedding without a bride, it's not a wedding. Life as we know it without Mashiach is like a wedding without a color, without a bride, but there's one difference. Many of us don't even realize that there's no color here. And that's where the problem is. You know, while we, of course, think about the idea of what would life would be when Mashiach would come, how different things would be, people that need a refuah, Shalem would have a refuah, people that need, you know, all sorts of problems that they're having in business, they're having in Shalom bias, they're having in their children, they're having in all sorts of things, everything's going to be fixed. Life is going to be great. Now, that's not really meant to be a carbon, especially because if you look at the Rambam, it's not so clear exactly what changes. I don't want to go into the details now in the different sheets of does it change, does it not change, how does it change, but really our kavona should be that we're looking for the Gila Shechina. We're looking for the, a world that everybody recognizes. There's a Malach Malchei Amlochei, there's a Gila Shechina. There's a Melech Baruch Avlochen, there's a Rabbi Nishalayim. Can you imagine a world where everyone recognizes there's a Rabbi Nishalayim? You know what that means? That's what we're anticipating. That's what we're waiting for. That's what we're excited about. Of course. We're also waiting for the Yeshuas, waiting for Brochus. There was a Rebbe in a camp in America in the summer. He said he was giving share. They have like learning groups. He was giving share to his group. There's one boy in the group he poshut couldn't get. To become interested. The guy was never interested. Daydreaming. Thinking about others. Looking at other places. He just wasn't concentrated. Wasn't in the Indian. Anything he said. Tried to get him excited. It didn't go. Until one day. He starts to learn the Indian. Of Mashiach. Beis HaMikdosh. The Binyan by Shlishi. And all of a sudden. This boy perks up. For the first time in the whole summer. Weeks and weeks of giving shit. All of a sudden he perks up. Rabbi really? You mean there's going to be a Beis HaMikdosh? You mean there's going to be a Mashiach? The Rebbe's like, whoa, what happened over here? Like, what's going on all of a sudden? And he found out afterwards, something that he wasn't told originally, but he found out that this boy, he lost one of his parents. And to him, Moshiach, the Beis represented, I'm going to get my parent back. And that was exciting for him. And that was something that talked to him. And that's something that we should recognize, that we're missing something within our lives. We're missing something and we're waiting for it. And we want it. And every moment we should be busy with trying to remember, this is the day. It's happening. The Rambam says so clearly, Rabbi, so you look this up. The Rambam says, anybody that doesn't believe. If you're not waiting for Mashiach, Zuk the Rambam, you're a kaifa. You know what that means? What did I do? What do you mean? I'm learning Bab Metziah, Bal Peh, with every Taisvis, and every Taisvis in Svachim. I'm learning, I'm Shtaiging, this is Gavaldik. If you're not waiting for Mashiach, you're a Kaifa. You're a Kaifa. That's what we have to do. We have to recognize that we're missing something. Our life is incomplete. Life is not how it's meant to be. We're missing something. We're waiting for it. Every day, it's coming. Today's the day. We say, Moida'ani, today's the day. Mahaligis Machmoisha was told that his great son-in-law was coming to visit him. There was excitement in the home. The son-in-law of the Mahaligis Machmoisha is coming to visit. The Goyin Agodl, ah, they were so excited. Machmoisha was sitting in his study as he always did. 
Sfarim piled all around him. And the family of Mishpacha were waiting for the arrival time. They knew it's about now. They're all waiting outside the house. And they're waiting, waiting. Obviously, he was delayed. The trains in those days, it wasn't so simple. Finally, they see him far from the distance. Ah, he's arrived. And they run. One of the kids runs into the, their father's study, into the Ismach Moshe's room. They knock on the door and say, he's here. The Rebbe said, thank you. He got up slowly and calmly. He took off his regular record, took off his regular weekday jacket, put on his Shabbos, Shabbos Bekisha. He was excited, came outside the house, ready, and he sees his son-in-law, and he faints. I'm like, whoa, we've been waiting for this. What do you mean? You knew he was coming. I thought it was Mashiach, and he meant it. It wasn't a joke. He lived with that. He said, if I would have known in the middle of my life that I wouldn't have lived to see Mashiach, I don't know if I would have managed. I live with the idea that it's coming every day. That kept me going. Rabbi Salant, unbelievable Rabbi Say. Rabbi Salant, right when he said, Shmane Esra, we say Shmane Esra, we dam for Mashiach. Es Semach David. So it was known that, and then he dam Shmane Esra, right before he made the bracha of Es Semach David in Shmane Esra, he stopped, he looked around, and then he continued. He said, like, what are you doing? You have six Shmane Esra, like, come on. So you, I just push it, don't want it to be a bracha labatala. I push it have to make sure that he's here, right? So if he's here, I'm not going to be davening. What's going to be? These are Yidin that lived with Moshiach, the, the Heilige Gestapler, Chavadur of Chaim Knievsky Zatzel, had a special bag prepared. People, even nowadays, they have a dress, they have a suit, they have something that they know because they live with the anticipation, with the excitement of Mashiach. And that's something which is a chiv, which is an obligation on every single yid in Klal Yisrael. Wherever you are, whoever you are, at any time of year, whatever the events that are going on in the world, that's our obligation. Our obligation is to believe and live with the belief. He's coming and it's now. We're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. That's what it's meant to be. You know, we find many gedolim that make calculations. We find over the years make calculations of the year that Mashiach is going to come. And it's not a new thing. Rabbi Sajid Goin, writes it, and the Moon of Adas, he brings a date that Mashiach will come. The Ramban, and Seif HaGa'ula, also brings a date that Mashiach is going to come. You can even be, if you really want, the Rambam, Rashi, the Balbim, it goes all over the place. They give dates. I'm sure there were times during World War II, during the Holocaust, that many People, maybe even Rabbonim said, this is it, this is going to be, it has to be, all the signs are here. During COVID, how many people saw different gematrias, it could be now, COVID, gematria, whatever, it came up with different things. I'm sure the oil I'm sure, saw even right now, Rameh Shapiro, Toshim Peydalad, big things, whatever these things mean. And sometimes we think like, eh, eh, they're all wrong. Because eh. they were excited for nothing. <coughs> maybe the answer is differently. Maybe the answer is that the siyata de shmaya, the possibility, exists always. But in those times, exists more. He's right by the door. Our job is to open the door and allow him to come in. And it's at those times, specifically, that we have, again, always. But at those times, there's more chance. And if he didn't come, that's our fault. That's because we didn't let him in. It's our obligation to do whatever we can to machazik ourselves in this emunah and this belief. The Heilige Chovetz Chaim famously said 
that when the Briskarov was called to become, before he was the Robin Brisk, they called him to be the Robin Brisk, he said, I don't want to become the Robin Brisk, I have no interest, I want to sit and learn, I'm not interested in being a Rav. And they said, the Chavetz Chaim, they told him, 30,000 Yidin are waiting for you to become the Robin Brisk. He said, 30,000 Yidin are waiting for me? I'm going. So the Heiliger Chavetz Chaim, if all of Klalis would MS, would really be waiting, and if every minute of the day, or at least for one minute of the day, we spend a moment of our day, when we wake up in the morning, whatever it is, we're waiting for Mashiach, we want Mashiach, then, there's no way that he can refuse. Rabbi Semitah Shem, tomorrow, we're going to be learning the halachas, halacha lemaisa, when Mashiach comes. Join us then.